I'm Elizabeth Ray and welcome to my podcast, Authentic Elizabeth. We will discuss all things mental health, including eating disorders, trauma, EMDR therapy, and intuitive eating. Thanks for listening. In light of what is going on in the United States right now, I really felt that I wanted to do a podcast kind of discussing some of the things that are coming up for me. And one of the things most especially is privilege and white privilege. And I hope that this is something that others can reflect on and that we can do better, that we can do better as human beings. So what does privilege mean exactly? Recently, my daughter and I on Mother's Day were having this discussion and I was telling her that it wasn't something that I ever talked about growing up. I never realized that I had privilege, um, never talked about white privilege in the country as a whole. It just wasn't something that we talked about. And I can't recall why on Mother's Day this subject came up, but I think it had something to do with the fact that my daughter's kids are biracial, half Hispanic and half white, and because they are in lighter skin, they also have privilege. There are times when she's out shopping my daughter and people will kind of look at her and look at her husband and you can see them thinking. And they also sometimes say things that just really um, aren't very nice, where I think they just don't realize the, the white privilege or the privilege that is coming out in some of those questions. So what exactly do I mean by that? What is white privilege? Well, white privilege refers to the societal privilege that benefits white people over non-white people in some societies, particularly if they are otherwise under the same social, political, or economic circumstances. And how timely is this? Um, we are recently have had another murder of a black man in the United States by a policeman. And there's just outrage. People are fed up. And I think a lot of what's going on right now is really the perfect storm. We've been on quarantine for three months, just starting to loosen that up a little bit and reopen we have people who are minorities and who don't have this white privilege who are told over and over again, that's not the right way to go about getting justice. That's not the right way to have your voice heard. So let's give an example. When NFL players took a knee during the national anthem, there was outrage. Can't do that. That's not appropriate. And yet, that was a very quiet way to protest some of the things that were going on in the country. Not acceptable. And I think there are lots of examples of that not being acceptable. So we have this coronavirus going on. We have people being told for years that we're working on justice or that's not the right way to go about using your voice or getting justice. And we also have leadership in this country that, well... I don't know if I would call it leadership in this country. There is nothing as of today that is uniting, that is out there saying, 
that we're all struggling as a country and what we can do to try to improve our country and to have a voice for people that are discriminated against that do not have this white privilege. Instead, our leader is choosing to say things that I feel to be quite contrary and hurtful and perpetuating of the situation. So what is discrimination? Discrimination is the unjust or prejudicial treatment of different categories of people or things, especially on the grounds of race, age, or sex. I think that this really is something that I'm realizing more and more. I'm white and I'm a female, so maybe I don't have the same male privilege, but boy, do I have privilege. I, my husband and I over the weekend drove around in a wealthier part of our town, just looking at the houses and sightseeing a little bit. And, and he and I looked at each other and had a conversation around the fact that if we had a different color of skin, that we probably wouldn't be able to just make that little drive. We weren't bothering anybody. We weren't doing anything but sightseeing. And by the color of our skin, we are afforded that right. Just by that. White privilege. And how is that okay? We're in the year 2020. And how is it okay that the color of my skin determines whether or not I get pulled over by a police officer because I'm driving in an area that is white town or or whatever? I don't worry about getting pulled over because of the color of my skin, being interrogated and asked what I'm doing in this part of town, things of like that. Nobody in this country should have to worry about that. That is very upsetting to me. So I found an article um, that I really kind of wanted to share. And the name of it is White Privilege, Unpacking the Invisible Knapsack. And this is um, by Peggy McIntosh. And Peggy McIntosh is Associate Director of the Wellesley College Center for Research on Women. So she says this, quote, My schooling gave me no training in seeing myself as an oppressor, as an unfairly advantaged person, or as a participant in a damaged culture. I was taught to see myself as an individual whose moral state depended on her individual moral will. My schooling followed the pattern my colleague Elizabeth Munich had pointed out. Whites are taught to think of their lives as morally neutral, normative, and average, and also ideal, so that when we work to benefit others, this is seen as work that will allow them to be more like us. That resonated with me. I think often we are looking for others to be more like us so that they can fit in, so that they can be acclimated to what we feel is important. Now she has a list of 50 different things that she came up with, daily effects of white privilege. And I'm not going to go through all of them because that's a pretty long list. Um, and these were personal to her. And I think they can resonate with most of us. And I'm just going to read a few. I can, if I wish, arrange to be in the company of people of my race most of the time. I can avoid spending time with people whom I was trained to mistrust and who have learned to mistrust my kind or me. If I should need to move, 
I can be pretty sure of renting or purchasing housing in an area which I can afford and in which I would want to live. I can go shopping alone most of the time, pretty well assured that I will not be followed or harassed. I can turn on the television or open to the front page of the paper and see people of my race widely representative. I can be sure that my children will be given curricular materials that testify to the existence of their race. I can be pretty sure of having my voice heard in a group in which I am the only member of my race. Whether I use checks, credit cards, or cash, I can count on my skin color not to work against the appearance of financial reliability. I do not have to educate my children to be aware of systemic racism for their own daily physical prote protection. I can criticize our government and talk about how much I fear its policies and behavior without being seen as a cultural outsider. If I declare there is a racial issue at hand, or there isn't a racial issue at hand, my race will lend me more credibility for either position than a person of color will have. So it goes on. I could just, I could go on and read and read these. I was really um, touched by this. And I know that these conversations are uncomfortable. They're vulnerable. I might not say the right thing even in this moment. And I'm going to try. I am going to put it out there. I'm going to start talking about it. I'm going to start being more aware of that. Because... Why is it that somebody is judged by the color of their skin? Who's to say that white is better than any other color? Why? Who determines that? Who determines the worth of a human soul? And I, I want to see a better country. I want to live in a better country. I want to live in a place where my grandkids aren't deemed better because maybe they're in lighter skin than some of their their peers because they're biracial. It's just not okay. It is not okay. And it's not okay that people who are darker in skin are judged in any way or don't have the same rights that I have. It breaks my heart what's going on in our country and I hope that each and every one of us can look inside ourselves and see what it is that we're doing to help the problem, what we're doing to hurt the problem? What is it we're doing? Are we doing anything? Are we just idly standing by and watching it happen? I just hope that we start having these conversations. Can you imagine what a different world would be if we started having these conversations in our home? If we were able to start condemning this behavior, this injustice that occurs every day for people of color? I hope you'll stand with me and looking at your white privilege or other privilege that you may have and that you will start having these difficult, uncomfortable conversations and that we as a society can make change happen. Thanks for joining me on Authentic Elizabeth. My website is elizabettherapy.com and remember that together we can do hard things one step and one day.